Welcome to episode 461 of the Overlook Hour. I'm your host, Clark Little. Along with me, as always, is the man sitting across the table from me. He goes by the name of Russell John, the Fisherman. Hello. Hi, hello. What's and up? happy October to everybody. I know that y'all are prepped with your Halloween-themed movies this week. We got a lot of horror action to bring you. Horror action. <laughs> If you're looking for horror action, this is the place. What are you talking about? I'm talking about October. There's also a tradition. Month of the year. That you all have forgotten about where we summon a little ghoulie to come and really bring in the, the festivities. That's right. For Cocktoberfest. But he's not picking up our calls anymore, so he isn't showing up. And I know, I know we get a bunch of people who only turn, tune in into October. Don't worry, I may have something else cooked up for you later. It's, you know, I, we haven't brought him on the show in quite some time. We haven't even mentioned him in like <laughs> a, a year. And believe me, I'm the one, I'm the one shouldering all of the back end. I know. No one, you know, I'm doing a lot behind the curtain because I'm the handler. You know, terms like handler, why he quit. Yeah. We also can't afford him. They, David Lynch wants a lot more money now and. True. Yeah. Creepy was dirt cheap. Also joining us, uh, speaking of dirt cheap, is the man <laughs> from Atlanta. There Georgia. it is. It's Randy Michael Stat. What's up, fellas? What up? Randy, what does your shirt say today? Uh, my shirt says Heaven is a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's a Youth Lagoon t-shirt. Youth Lagoon from Boise, Idaho. Great band. I uh, saw on this past Monday. And their newest album is called Heaven is a Junkyard, and it rules. Is it ironic, or is it like a true passion for like uh, digging and reusing garbage or something? Oh. Uh, there's like a, an interview where he kind of talks about it, and he said that he kind of just wrote it down one day, and he really liked the sound <laughs> of it. But then he also like kind of goes into, he's like, talks about how like you know it's kind of uh, it's like a like a metaphor for like where he lives, where like. You know, you got, you got junkies, you got people that are doing whatever. And it's kind of just like oh. a, a mix of people. And we're all, we're all, we're all here. You know, he says, heaven is a junkyard and I feel home in a song. Oh, okay. I like those lyrics. It did conjure but, up an image of San Francisco while you were saying It's also that. a, uh, yeah, it's also a uh, fat possum uh, release. Oh, now you're talking, baby. Oh, fat yeah. possum records. Mississippi's own <laughs> now Randy I will tell you though that uh, that shirt um, are you familiar with uh, the gas station franchise Stuckies I know Bucky's although I haven't been but no I, I want to go to a Bucky's I feel very I feel you want to talk about FOMO I've got Bucky's FOMO <laughs> that's the kind of life I'm living over here I just I've been to Wawa some- and I've been to Sheets in the Northeast, but I haven't been to uh, Bucky's. Oh, sh- sheets is shit. Nobody dude. gives a Sheets, dude. Sheets <laughs> is shit. Um, no, uh, Stuckies. Stuckies. I, I probably in the American South. Randy, you've probably uh, traveled in in many a tour van. Um, you know, picking up a, 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 a some gasoline up there, some Stuckies. But Stuckies <laughs> sure. is is like a road stop thing, and they've got horrible tacky T shirts. That shirt is something that you could find at a gas station uh, uh, along yeah. the highway. It was like, heaven's a junkyard. 
Are you are you making fun of my uh, style now, dude? No, I that was my style in high school. I'm not even rocking my Texas Chainsaw uh, gas station <laughs> shirt right now. No, I I am I am a hundred percent on board for a gas station T-shirt. You know, I want to be very clear. I think I'm a little bit of a gutter prude or something. Because when we went to that gas gutter station, prude, Randy opened for them. <laughs> <laughs> also, fat possum. Um, yeah. I was I was perusing their what I could only describe as like biker uniform. Sure. And uh, I didn't like any of them. And I'm like, can't I just find like an eagle and a skull and a motorcycle? Like there was always some element of the shirt I didn't like. Yeah. Like one too many flags. Maybe like the fire was a little bit aggressive. I'm like, come on. I just wanted a parked motorcycle with an eagle and a skull. <laughs> but it would be like tie-dye. No, not tie-dye. I can't rock. I do have a tie-dye shirt, but... I, you could rock a tie-dye. I don't know. See, the I thing is... I give off is, a dude love look or something. I can't. And what's wrong with that? It's not Own my vibe. It. It's not my vibe. It could be your vibe. All right. It could be... You're very lovey. I could I put a, a headband you, on? You you, you uh, socially acceptably grope people. <laughs> you know? That's, that's your vibe. I'd have to take the braid down, wear a headband, and then... I, yeah, I could do it. No, dude loves sick. All right. Halloween. You, I always said, always said you, you had more of an Al Snow vibe. For that. Yeah, that's true. Have you watched that show? By the no. Way? Oksana has been pushing for it. She's like, oh, do you want to watch a wrestler? And I'm like, oh, well, let's go behind the wall right now to Oksana Valerian of Osachi. Oksana, hello. Hello. So is this true that you've been trying to uh, recruit Russ to watch this uh, Al Snow show? Yeah, I threatened him with violence and he still wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Already in the wrestling mood. Oh my God. <laughs> Wow, you're you're very upbeat today. What's going on? Um, probably because I'm on my fourth cup of coffee. <laughs> oh my okay. lord! Hell like, yeah! Because I know you got up at like four thirty, so it couldn't be. <laughs> Dude, I've been I've been drinking more coffee too. It's it's weird. Bad. Dude, I've been uh like two americanos really in the morning. That's yeah. a lot for you. Yeah, you're getting on that David Lynch hype now. Yeah, getting that, getting that pump. <laughs> now, so, so it's, are you guys? Uh, I, and I, you're the person to ask on this. So you guys want, do y'all have like a guilty show watches? Are you looking for a new show to watch? Um, What's y'all's couples show situation right now? Do like YouTubers count? I was going to say, oh, yes. You know, I've also, been, yes, because if we don't, then he defaults to Cobra and he's so disgusting. You still, you're going back to the Cobes, dude? <laughs> I'm back on. Oxana, you deserve a medal of some sort. <laughs> Here's the thing: or a cash reward. I've been thinking about it, and I'm like, how? Like, junk TV is a thing, and how do we not do it? I'm like, oh, we do, but it, it is YouTube. We mostly watch like Dashy. There's a couple of like editing um, uh, YouTubers that we watch. I don't even like the term YouTuber. I feel like it's like yeah. something that Randy rolls his eyes at. But yeah, mostly Randy's pro YouTube. I, YouTube I, don't, dude. I don't know how many times I got to tell you. What is the different YouTube. algos on there, dude? I'm just watching. <laughs> I'm just watching podcasts on there. YouTuber I know. is better than like content creator. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm in the weeds on all that. Influencer. But <laughs> to be clear, I'm not fully back in on Cobra. It's just I've been gone for so long that uh, there's a lot of other content creators around him yeah. who are doing interesting or like. Um, are you saying the Cobra verse has expanded? Dude, big time. I oh, mean, we God. know Danny, Randy. Danny Brown put him out there for a minute. And oh, that is true. There's a couple of other big YouTubers who have like millions of followers that have been like, they just like touched on it. Yeah. It's all bad for COVID. We also went on David Letterman, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be that great. really boosted his career. <laughs> yeah, but you know, honestly, he's, he gives him a wand. He's only become more vile. Like, well, where else can he go? <laughs> he could go up. There, we love a redemption. We love no. a redemption. Cobras don't go up. Dude. Okay, cobras stay on the ground. We can't. That is where he will always stay. We can't keep talking about cobra. Otherwise, I'm gonna feel guilty because it's October. And even though cobra, oh, dude, you want you want the good content with cobra? I'm looking forward to him going to the graveyard with a Ouija board again. He does it every Halloween. It stinks. He gets wasted, <laughs> kicked out of a bar. I love it. No. So yeah, but again, I'm. I promise I'm not going to bring up Cobra anymore. Just that's the TV I watch. Put the dollar in the jar. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. Um, you got up top stuff. Do you yeah. wanna? Do you wanna? Yeah. Uh, the the long awaited release date for season two of the Glory Hall has been announced. October thirteenth. Um, through a link that I don't know. Well, we we can provide that down the road. There's a link. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, because it's through his uh, this uh, what the, local the, access, the, the public access channel. Oh shit! Okay. That's right. This is real deal shit here. <laughs> All right. If you want to see Russell John the Fisherman's oh, yeah. acting debut, oh yeah, and possibly my penis. <laughs> Click that link, baby. Wow, we're gonna do harm to his show. People are not gonna tune in. Although you're gonna be shocked at how fucking good my acting chops are. I've got no doubt in my mind. I'm out there. I again, you all know. I sat down, he handed me a fucking book. He said, Here you go, here's your script. <laughs> and I fucking crushed it, dude. It's fantastic. I uh I am deeply, deeply um scared of all you watching it. So please check it out. The world likes it when you're scared. <laughs> Brings out a different side in you. The man. world does it to me all the time. It Try. must like it. Also, I, I we have to mention that October 13th is Taylor Swift's day. Uh, she is the one that scared away the exorcist. Swift v. Shay. So, you know, you're a football fan. Yes, uh, does that mean you bought a Taylor Swift uh, Jason jersey over the weekend? Dude, that, that was crazy. It's all I've heard about. It's all that the internet... Was for the internet was serviced by this event. Yeah, and um, so was that football team. Did you hear the numbers they put out? How many jerseys they sold? Oh, and- well, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so he's got a show with his brother that they do during the season. Um, his brother plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, um, and these are you know these are both very good football players. These brothers, they're both all pro guys. These are real deal football guys. Uh, unfortunately, they went to the University of Cincinnati. And uh, the University of Cincinnati can suck it in perpetuity. <laughs> so don't like them for that, but, you know, they're cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I watched a little bit of their show where they were uh, announced. With They were like, okay, we have to talk about it now. Because Travis wouldn't talk about it before his own so personal life. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was all sucked. I heard. I don't care. I heard a bunch of stats. He gained 300,000 followers in a day. It was. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> his jersey sales went up 400%. Yeah, dude. Fucking gnarly. Yeah. And he, he was uh, beating Mahomes in jersey sales, which is bananas. Um, I did hear that his ex-girlfriend said, good luck, Taylor. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. So well, beware. Had, I think he had a. He, they had him on like a dating show, uh, like a decade ago, and um, like he was early on in the league, and I think 
she was from that show or something. Oh. And so, so like, Weird. Of, of course, like, of course, like, hey, man, get yourself in the media. The light's shining. You're part, you get in there. That's yeah. all that is. Moth to a flame. <laughs> Randy. You uh, got to get on that. Dude, the Taylor Swift thing. She is so big. She's so big. And, and like. She punked Blumhouse. That's all that is. <laughs> she punked the exorcist yeah. off of fucking Friday the 13th, which would have been perfect. Um, I was watching TV. Randy did. Uh, I can't remember if I heard your breakdown of your T Swift love on the vinyl floor or not, but I think it was very brief. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of love for Taylor Swift. I think there's a couple songs that are okay. Uh, my dad like really got into her like several years ago, and then so I kind of heard it around the house. Yeah. Wait, what? I think really? my sister probably likes Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Well, your dad's favorite band is Paramore. Is that correct? Uh, I don't know if it's his favorite band, but he got really into them. I think I kind of got him into like pop punk stuff like back in the day, but he grew up like listening to like Poison and Van Halen and shit. And then I think he kind of grew out of it and started listening to what me and my sister were. As a long haired metal head who has, um, skulls all throughout his house. I really appreciate it when men are not afraid to be like, uh, very upfront with their pop star love. So shout out to your dad. It's not an easy (laughs) thing to do. As Oksana will still not accept Avril Lavigne into her life. Uh, I have enough trash in my life. <laughs> Woo! Nice. Heaven is trash, didn't you hear? <laughs> Heaven is a trash yard. <laughs> oh my god! And um, again, the last last thing that we want to give a shout out to is Terra Vault is back, and uh, Oksana went. You know, here's my first crash, my first car wreck with reality. I was ejected from the adventure to Terra Vault. As I had to watch my boy. And I, you know, I thought about it. I was like, do I really want to hang out with him? He could probably, we have many cages in the house now. I was like, I'm sure he would be fine for a couple hours if I, you know, just leave a bottle in there or something. But I decided not to. And we fell asleep watching Miss Rachel as (laughs) Oksana went out to the opening night. Do you want to talk about it at all? Um. I'll just say, I mean, it was great. It was a, it's like a, it's not just a straight up like haunt, although it does have several rooms that um, I and some of the other people in our group screamed viciously through. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was a really, I don't know. It was a really good story. I feel like last year it was um, kind of hard to keep track of all the people and the names that were being thrown at you. Mm -hmm. Um, A little simpler, more horror, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm bummed I missed it. It looked like y'all got inducted into a cult. And again, if you're going for a haunt experience, I've made the mistake of kind of pumping it up as a haunt. And it it's really it's a mixture. But if you if you want to go get like yelled at by eight different Michael Myers and Mays, I think Great America's doing one this year. So No, thank you. Really? You're not a haunt fan? No. I'm shocked. <laughs> Right. Well, I don't like I don't like people touching me. I don't like people looking at me. Uh-huh. I don't like people acknowledging me. I don't like people being the same zip code as me. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't like it. All right, I think that's all we got up top. Are we we ready to roll? I feel like we're on a good pace. Oh right now. no! Uh, very quickly, oh, um, no. I I've discovered a, a new guy on Instagram I like, who's a local guy. Okay, here um, goes by the name of Adonis. A Filipino guy named Adonis. That's okay. not the, the, I, we know several yeah. Filipinos named Adonis. 
Um, this guy reviews uh, restaurants in the area. Oh my god, Adonis eats. I think so you got a man chain. crush on Adonis, dude. It's cool. I, I like what he's doing. <laughs> who, who knows? He may show up to the hip hop barbecue. Oh fuck! Bring him out there. <laughs> the unofficial sponsor of the Overlook Out. All right, they're just down the street. Also, you know, you were talking about football again, and for a while, I was thinking of making a comedic like betting music for you, like where you know it starts with the whistle, and then we have some like. High school band playing in the background. No, I'll give I'll give you some NFL film riffs. But I think that's some good shit for October. We could do a little bit of football stuff. Do you want Do you want some? Uh... I love to drive this audience crazy. If you don't know, I have the twelve star uh, conversion chart tattooed on my back. <laughs> I know as all the listeners are starting to use it. It's really catching on. Uh, if you want some real deal betting music, I got you. Dude. Okay, well, don't play it now. Don't blow your fucking load. This isn't fucking. Oh. What is that? This is NFL films from like the 60s. Really? And it's all like Italian guitar. So just imagine (laughs) the wing T formation running the triple option. I'm into the music. The naked bootleg coming around. I don't think it's good radio, though. It's driving Randy (laughs) insane. Get your phone away from the... Hold on a drop's about to happen. Oh my god! In about thirty seconds. No, we're good. The mamas and the fucking papas over here. That's called Head Cracker Sweet by Sam Spence. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> I don't. It does not conjure up the image of football to me. Because it, you don't. NFL films is an institution. You're right. Okay. And dude, how how they combined, uh, you know, showing you know game footage with. Beautifully mm-hmm. composed music. It's fantastic. It was one of my favorite things. ESPN Classic. That was all they would show was NFL films. And so if like I, if I was ever sick from school or something, yeah, NFL films, baby. I used all to like day. those a lot too. I, I like the uh, behind the scenes dramatization that they yeah, do. John Facenda. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, again, I, I, that is not a joke. It uh, you know, third Saturday in October. Football's a part of this shit. So if this is what it's going to take to get one of you to have a little bit of fucking spirit. Well, how about let's book some football guests? No, I'm not willing to go that far. (laughs) Who the fuck are we going to book? Are we footballed out? We've talked to most of the football movies. Well, uh, the one we talked about last week, but I would rather die uh, than talk about that movie again. Oh, okay. You're talking for some reason. I thought you were going down a like NFL route. Like, let's get Kaepernick on the show. What? I know. I don't know why I went there. But I, I have confidence that we could find something. I don't know. He'd want to turn it political very quickly. <laughs> Immediately. I would, He's got nothing else. I would talk about the conspiracy with his, uh, that Randy brought up on this show, uh, with his Ben and Jerry's flavor. Oh, yeah. And um, no, was it Oksana? I'm sorry, Randy. It was Oksana <laughs> who brought up the uh, conspiracy. What was that, Oksana? It was off air. It's the same flavor as that other celebrity flavor. All the same shit. I can't remember who it is. Huh. Yeah. Who did I, is Ava, that a conspiracy or just a fact? Is that her name? Ava DuVernay? Yeah. That are, her Ben and Jerry's flavor, uh, Randy, is apparently the same flavor as Colin Kaepernick. Also, Randy, huh. why the fuck didn't you correct Clark immediately? If I was the one that threw that out there, you would have came after me with a knife. That's close enough. 
You, you just Ava kinda, DuVernay. You just said it with a little, like a little, uh, you know, a little twang in there. No, 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 not yeah. the, not the name. Him saying, you know, Randy brought it up on the show. You would have gutted me for doing. You know, oh. I didn't bring that up. No, when I saw the it's quizzical possible. look I on his say face, things sometimes and not remember. Remember? Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I was like, wait, no, that's not right. And then I remember. Oh, it was like, stop. Yeah. Also, the third Saturday in October of this year is the day before my birthday. Whoa. We planned it just like that. What does that mean? Should we do And something? Clark and I are going to go see the new Scorsese film that day. That's right. Oh. I told you about this. Also, Yeah. So that means we're going to be recording. Oh, yeah. Duh. Rad. Also, that Randy, what's that runtime? 3.20? Something like that? Yeah, y'all, y'all <laughs> I think it's 3.30. No hack, motherfuckers. What are you talking about? 3.30? Have some respect for people's time. Man. I think it looks pretty good. I, said, I don't know, dude. I'll have like two meals while we're there. It's cool. Oh my <laughs> oh, god, yeah, dude! It'll be a four hundred dollar movie. <laughs> I will tell you, I I have, oh man, I've paid like a couple times a hundred dollar tab at the Alamo, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now that I am beyond broke, I think about money like that, yeah. and I'm like. How do we do that? Yeah. I don't, how do we pay for people to go to Terra Tuesday for fucking two years? Well, one, it was cheaper. And two, money was free. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you had no baby. <laughs> no, you had no, no diapers. Don't blame him. It's me and my freelance editing that is holding us back. No, I, I mean, I will say I will have to blame the baby a little bit because that baby <laughs> is eating. Oh, yeah. A continent. <laughs> yeah, he's hungry. He's a hungry baby. He's growing. I know. He's getting too. Yeah, I know. Um, He'll be in 12th grade next week. How do we get away from this? Fucking, he's a monster. He's a little ghouly and he's strong. <laughs> and he will bite you and it fucking hurts. He is strong. <laughs> he's, got, he's got eight teeth and they're all positioned perfect to bite you. And then um, he'll make you feel bad about it. <laughs> he's like one of those wind-up toys with the teeth. <laughs> all right. All right. Are we, we're done here. Let's get in David Lynch. He's starting to bug me. Let's and I it. just want to get him the fuck out of here. I don't know what he's talking about today. Um... Can we start introing him again, please? One of you, uh, he's you. Fucking, you were the one who always did it. This I know. is your bit. No, it's not a. Bit. I don't do heavy lifting on your bit. It's a platform, and you know, I'm like David. You're a fucking phenomenal director. Thank you for showing up. I really wish you didn't charge us. We have no budget on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so broke, and I'm a freelance editor. And he, <laughs> and you know, I just wish one of you would like help carry the torch and be like, David Lynch, we're excited he's here. Instead, I get like animosity from y'all you're like why is he here and that's not we're a film show dude sorry i'm still depressed when, <laughs> i'm still depressed from when you saying freelance editor <laughs> it's the saddest thing i've ever right, heard shut up and look happy when he comes in. <laughs> all right uh the director of uh inland empire randy's favorite easter movie david lynch good morning it's october 1 2023 and it's a sunday Day two of weekend projects and the fun work train is rolling. Today, I'll be heading to the news car to address the rumor head on. I am not the director of the upcoming film Wisteria. I apologize if you are caught off guard by this vicious Sunday tirade, but misinformation is a plague. Reddit user boy 888 xxx is a menace. Although I do agree with Reddit user... John Wally, when he writes, and I quote, Loki, the plot synopsis would fit Dale and Diane's characters, with them turning into Richard and Linda at the end of S3 and then getting separated. Everyone, have a great day. <laughs> Dude, was that a spoiler? 
man. <laughs> you know, that's probably the problem. He's reading too much Reddit. <laughs> it's ruining his mood. But I love that, you know, he's he's uh, he's staying in the news. Yeah. And I agree. Yeah, boy, he is a menace. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. All right. Well, you know, it's October and fucking David can't even hang. It's spooky season. And, you know, if you're new to the show, we used to have an intro. We hired a ghoulie. Uh, he was known as the hot ghoulie around the block. We had a little dungeon he would crawl out of and he would um, he would tell us a two sentence horror story. And we really ushered in the jack-o'-lanterns and we watched as the leaves fell off the trees and we were just full of festivity. Well, um, he's not picking up the phone anymore. And I had to jump on uh, Indeed. He's on strike. Actor's strike. I had to find a new puppet because I wasn't going to let this die. And I knew neither of you were even going to watch a fucking horror movie. And I was kind of like, watch, Randy's going to come in. He's gonna I did watch one, though. Oh, you did? But okay. Yeah, I'll you- briefly talk about it. Okay, cool. I also watched one. Did you? You liar. I didn't mention it, but I I technically watched a horror film this morning that I wasn't going to talk about, but now you challenged me. So <laughs> oh, I love you. it. Okay. And this is what you have to do. You have to threaten people on air, and then the horror movies, yep. they bubble to the top. But I did. You know, indeed, um, they're not a sponsor, but it, what a tool. What a modern tool for finding people. And I found somebody to come in. Um, so everybody, again, Randy, there's no camera on him. So, Clark, if you could just hold your gasp and not reveal who it is until uh, we're in it. Okay? Sure. Can I get that from you? Sure. All right. Go ahead and uh, open up the space door again. Oh, yeah. You know who it is. On his red tricycle. I want to play a game. A game of wits. A game of anticipation. A game of two sentences. It's time for two-sentence horror story. Live or die. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Billy the Puppet, I'm so glad you're here. Um, Again, he he handed me a piece of paper. He didn't want it. I couldn't afford all the words that we need him to say. So he's not lying when he says he wants to play a game. And this time when he delivers the two sentence horror stories, we're going to pause after the first one. And uh, you're you're all going to have an opportunity to guess the outcome. It's kind of like if a comedian went up on stage and started a joke and then you guessed the punchline. Doesn't that sound fun? Uh, Been there. It's true. God. Yeah, it wasn't fun then. Pretty sure you saw it. I I did see it and you were mad about it for months. So months. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime. So Billy, uh so happy to have you here. Uh why don't why don't you go ahead? Go ahead and uh kick it off with the first sentence. I felt my boyfriend's hand while we were watching TV. All right. That's the first sentence. <laughs> Do we have any guesses? <laughs> It wasn't attached to his body. Oh, hey, good guess, dude. Can I hear the first sentence again, please? Yeah, Billy. I okay. He'll he's only willing to do this one time. Thank so you, Billy. Pay attention, please. I felt my boyfriend's hand while we were watching TV. Oh, but it was up my rotten pussy, <laughs> <laughs> dude. What the? Did you read the script? How did you know that? 
That's it. All right, Oksana, you got one? Um, my boyfriend's been dead for two years. Oh, oh that's a- Jack Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very traditional route. Okay. So uh, what, what do you want to do, Billy? I guess he, Read it again, and this time just roll into the second one. I felt my boyfriend's hand while we were watching TV. It had gone cold again, so I put it back in the microwave. Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. That's so good. It's pretty good. Again, uh, happy October to everybody. Get ready. We're going to have more Billy the Puppet. <laughs> All month, Billy's going to be showing up. Uh, creepy Clark, you, you don't want to pick up the fucking phone? We're going to outdo you. Everybody loves Billy. Go see the new Saw movie. All right. Bye, Billy. Good job. Excellent work. <laughs> Billy for the win. Also, I think he picked a better two-sentence horror story, too. That was a good one. Yeah, it was really good. Was that from uh, Jaboy on uh, <laughs> Reddit? <laughs> I'm guessing no. Although, um, if, if you're an avid two-sentence horror story fan, that post is still up in Reddit that I made like three years ago. And every now and then people will, they'll add to it. But the quality we get there, <laughs> it, it usually feels like um, ESL. Like, if, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Or they just don't even understand what the idea but that, is. But that, that adds a whole nother layer of texture yeah. uh, that's there to enjoy. Well, you know what? It's not maybe, for all taste. Maybe. It's there. <laughs> no, definitely. It's, it's for this show, though. It's yeah, very perfect. 100%. So maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll look at it and I'll send it to Billy. I don't, he... He's very serious, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Creepy was a little goofball. Well, he's got, well, they both got little man syndrome. It's true. Yeah. I mean, he rode in on his fucking tricycle. And this is a carpeted room. It's not easy to do. Also, I heard he went electric. Is that true? <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> that would be a cop out, though. I don't know, man. Those things are cool. Could you imagine his little, <laughs> his little thing going 40 miles an hour? Down the road? You see that on the highway? Dude. Lose your mind. That's how you get popular on TikTok. Oh, I, I, very quickly, it just reminded me of one of my favorite memes of all time, which is Kyler Murray is the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. I knew that. <laughs> he's a very he's a very short man. He's listed as five foot ten. He may be five foot eight. Super super short guy. Still taller than me. So there's a meme of where there's actual footage of a uh, someone was driving like a professional grade RC car on an interstate highway. And so someone put Kyler Murray driving to work. Oh, <laughs> and it's my favorite thing. I yeah. love it. And he, again, he's still taller than me. It's tight. Well, I'm 5'8. Yeah, but he's a national football league quarterback. On a good day. I'm kind five, of. Eight. He spends, he doesn't practice. He, he, uh, he doesn't like watching tape. He'd rather uh, do Call of Duty. Oh, rad. Yeah. It's not rad. Respect. <laughs> he sucks. All right. But you know who doesn't suck? Randy Michael Stat in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, over there in the side room today, back to back weeks in the uh, in the in the where the magic happens. We've been told because that is where Correct. he occasionally plays music. Indeed, the same know. room. Randy, you got to be careful. Before we started recording, he got up and walked over to the closet <laughs> and opened the doors and looked around and just closed them and came back. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I thought I heard a noise. Oh. <laughs> I did also wake up to noises twice during the middle of the night, too. So <laughs> I have a lot of trees that hang over, like, pretty close to the house. 
and you know, it's a, it's turning into fall now. So I think things are falling off the trees, maybe dead branches on occasion too. So I woke up (sighs) on several occasions, uh, last night to noises, which aren't extremely loud, but when it's super quiet and it's like 3am, it's enough to, to wake you up a little bit. Well, Randy, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah, I got to pay someone like two grand to trim trees. Well, also that. <laughs> but I'm, from, a, from a spiritual level, if you remember, Randy, you know, not too long after you got into that house, there was a bird that flew into a window. That's true. I remember yeah. that. And now also, it is the first day of October, the devil's month. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think you got some uh, ghouls and spirits and sprites that you've let inside your home. Or (laughs) they were taking a note from Green Day and they were trying to wake me up when September ends. Oh, my God. Unlikely. I still think the bird was a sign of aliens. UAPs, as they say. What? Randy's our UAP expert. By the way, Randy, we didn't get your your official statement on uh, the uh, Peruvian slash Mexican aliens that were discovered uh, and unveiled a few weeks ago. Uh, Yeah, that that, that guy's a, a hoaxer. I think he's used those same things before. Yeah. And tried to say that they were real. (laughs) Can I tell you my favorite, my favorite thing of all that? Someone did, uh, is it real or is it cake with that alien? (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That's really good. Oh, that's so funny. They nailed it. And it was cake. It looks more like cake than an alien. Can I tell you, you could make a nice, like churro flavored cake. (laughs) You know? Shout out to Blake Anderson on, uh, is it cake? Holy shit, that's so funny. Is it cake? They look like cake. They that's look like perfect. what you aim for when you're, oh my God. They looked so stupid. That's probably creepy. <laughs> that's probably yeah. what he's doing. That's why he didn't answer the phone. He's in Mexico <laughs> pretending to be an alien. I told you, he's on strike. Oh my. Joining his brothers and sisters. All right, Randy Michael Sat, uh, what's going on? What'd you say this week, son? Yeah, I wasn't going to mention it, but I got bullied into talking about a horror movie. So, uh, <laughs> What night was it? Was it Thursday night? I don't know. Some night this week. Yeah, it was Thursday. I went to Ooh, the, you know, the good old Plaza Theater here in Atlanta to go see a movie that uh, had been out for a little bit that we talked about here. I think someone sent us a screener and I never watched the screener. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought it might be a case of a movie that might be more up my alley than Russell's alley, depending based on what I heard Russell say about it. Uh Uh-oh. But I did not also care for It Lives Inside. Also, I was the only person in the small theater uh, that was watching it at that time. Dang. What do you think, Randy? Like, I know... It's not bad, but yeah, just it's rather predictable at a lot of times. And I don't know, just nothing really... I don't know. Nothing really like super stood out. I felt like they could have gone harder with like the cultural stuff or like the assimilation stuff. No, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. It's kind of like you own a copy of little red riding hood and it, you know, it's a coloring book or no, it's not, it's a picture book. And then they come out with the new edition and like the, you know, some of the pictures are a little bit different, but the story's the same. Yeah. It's like, Oh, you could have done something here. Like I like the art direction, but yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of cool we got that one because I felt like they thought that was going to be a banger. Like that was really going to. Dude, we were at Daily City at the theater. Yeah. They have a huge standee for that movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just don't think there's any fanfare. Yeah. It's like it's like up next to the Barbie 
case that you can jump into. Why don't, why don't you ask for it? What for? It lives. Yeah. <laughs> I could. We could put it in the middle staircase. Oh, you mean literally? Landing. I thought yeah. you meant go there and be like, "I want more of this." And we I'm need. Like, to, we need to put the art of racing in the rain up. Hey, it's right. It's in the closet right now. That thing is the size. Yeah, of it, something that is far too large to be fit in this house. The reason we didn't was because the stairwell we couldn't get up high enough. We don't have a big enough ladder to put it up. Also, we're all four foot six. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like it sometimes. Right. You Friends. know what the worst part about seeing this by myself was? You were scared? <laughs> no. Uh, so at the plaza, there are three screens, one big screen downstairs and two upstairs. At sure. the second small screen, at the exact same time, or it started a couple minutes later, they were showing under the skin. So I was missing under the skin. And that got under your skin, didn't it, friend? Wow. A little bit. I did want to see not? under... I did want to see it again in theaters, uh, but, you know, I felt like seeing something I hadn't seen yet. And I also would have preferred to see Under the Skin at the big theater. Sure. Is it showing again or was that like a one-off? It showed for like a week, but I think they're showing, you know, other sort of genre stuff every week during the next month, month and a half. Interesting. Why don't you just tell them, say, hey, guys. I'm here all the time and I, I, I hate, I, I was actually uh, being a patronage to your theater uh, through another screening when you were screening under the skin. And like I said, I'm a big supporter of you guys. Could you do me a solid? Let's set a time. Uh, you know, are you guys open at, you know, 6 a.m. on a Tuesday? Just roll the movie. I'll swing by, give you 50 bucks and let's call it a day. Pay for your time. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. 50 would not cover that. For, to show a I've, movie for two hours? You know, we have a friend who... It's uh, $25 an hour. Who? They're not making $25 an hour at the Plaza Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. No, but it's the projection. Uh, it's I, still $25 an hour. Randy, what's, a minim, what's minimum wage uh, in the ATO? I don't know. I would guess to say 15 but I'm not sure. Oh, I, dis, I disagree. Maybe less? Atlanta, 12 No, Atlanta's probably around that. I'd say state of Georgia's probably 4 16 yeah. <laughs> no, it's low. Dude, I remember making 535 in Mississippi. Fuck yeah. Whew. Overpaid you. Man, <laughs> thank you so much. All right. So you didn't like that horror movie. So uh, talk about the non-horror <laughs> movies that you did like. Yeah, this one's also a week late, uh, but I watched Dumb Money, the new Greg Gillespie film. Oh, my God. With uh, Paul Dano, Pete Davidson, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, the stoner guy that... Clark doesn't like. Uh, you got Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen, who's, who I was talking who's the about. the stoner guy I don't like? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Oh, correct. Oh, you don't like I him. guess Pete Davidson could also be the stoner guy you don't like. <laughs> I, I don't like Seth Rogen either. I think uh, uh, Randy and I were talking about it before the show, and I, I posed Randy the question. Oh, I didn't know a Shailene Woodley was in this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' ex. <laughs> um, I, I posed him. The, Dude, Randy, everybody's in this movie. Clancy Brown? Dane yep. DeHaan? Sebastian Stan. Yeah, Dane DeHaan plays a boss of a GameStop. Uh, yeah, and he's just kind of a dick. Hell yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, but- this is about the whole, uh, the, the GameStop, GameStop uh, thing with, um, what is it, Wall Street Bets on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. And Keith Gill, who was played by Dano, who was kind of like 
I don't know, one of the guys behind the, uh, the whole, the whole thing. He was like a YouTuber that was really into cats and memes. And he wears and like musical? a, no, just, he just, he was a big, was obsessed with cats. Back. <laughs> wow. yeah. he, he, I, I thought he was rocking, you know, Mr. Mustafaways. Yeah. He's not, still haven't seen it. Oh, Randy's. I bought it on iTunes. Dude, they showed it at the plaza like every weekend. I'm Randy's not Jellicle. But yeah, yeah, he, uh, Paul Dano plays Keith Gill, who's like a a YouTuber uh, in the basement. Uh, He he has a wife uh, played by Shailene Woodley. And uh, yeah, kind of, you know, sort of outlines the whole thing that happened. Like, I don't know, what was this? Two, less than two years ago, two, three years ago? Yeah, about. Uh, with people, you know, big finance guys trying to short the stock and then people investing and it goes into the whole Robin Hood thing. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Stan plays one of the people that works for Robin Hood, like one of the big, I don't know if he's a CEO or a other C job, <laughs> but, uh, <What? laughs> you know, like a, a CEO, C- CTO, C-suite. CFO, we call it C-suite. C-suite in the industry, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. But uh, yeah, it, it moves pretty quickly. It's not as good uh, of a movie as something like um, Blackberry, which Clark and I were talking about earlier. I really like Blackberry. Blackberry. But uh, Bam, it, it, it moves pretty quickly. And I actually really liked the scenes with Paul Dano and Pete Davidson. I thought they were pretty good together. Uh, they play brothers. Uh, they're from like the Boston area. So there's a lot of, you know, accents and just funny sort of conversations with them. And Dunkin' Donuts. Parents in a couple scenes. I think there might be a scene or two with Duncan. Of course. It's not, a, it, it's not, it's not in there the whole time, but essentially the movie kind of has like a lot of sub stories or like sub characters, one played by America Ferreira, who was in the Barbie movie. Uh, but it's essentially showing like all these people that are sort of just like, you know, normal people just going about their lives that decide to invest in the stock and sort of uh, tracks sort of like their stories and sort of, you know, if they cashed out or if they lost a shit ton of money and all that. So it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe a little bit unfocused. I feel like you could do a documentary like just on the whole Robin Hood thing and how they like, I mean, they're still a business. So I guess it it worked out, but the whole situation when they like decided to turn off the, the like buy button. Yeah. Which was like really sketchy. So they kind of get into that a little bit, but I feel like you could go deeper on some of these things, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, it, overall it's a, it's a well-made and like pretty entertaining, but yeah, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a three, I don't know for really suggest it to someone not really interested in the, uh, the topic. I, what would you call this genre? Like I'm leaning towards like cool guy drama. God. <laughs> no respect. I had no nothing respect. about Keith Gill, the cool guy. Chill drama. He's not a cool. What is cool guy about this? Because money. I just imagine the people showing up like, yeah, man, we short sold them. Like, no, you saw Seth Rogen's face uh-huh. and then you poo-pooed this whole project. No, no, no. I, uh, I'm i not into these like corporate drama things. Like, like biopics about products, kind of? Yeah, it's weird. I don't. You prefer biohazards. But like, also look at all the talent that showed up for this movie. Like, why? America Ferrera. Like, you know, there are movies like Wolf Thank of Wall so Street much. that I understand, but this isn't like, like I don't, I don't get it. Like, why would people? Dude, this all- is Star Town USA, baby. But why? What do you mean why? This is what Hollywood is, huh? It, you know, it's funny standing you, on the shoulders of giants. No, and it, it it's funny that you for say the that stars. because it's like the corporate 
element of film trying to capture a moment that was owned by the internet, which is like, you know, that that was the problem with Robin Hood. It's it kind of revealed them to be a corporate monster yeah. when they were trying to be like for the people. And it's like, yet the way that we embody that in storytelling is by having a cast of Hollywood people show up and like, there's something, it doesn't connect. Right. No, I, I get that. Yeah. You're not wrong, but I'm more evolved and I'm able to go (laughs) past that. No, but here's the thing. Enjoy it. I also understand like watching the film, (laughs) you know, also this has your name written all over it. Have you not watched it? Because you know I'm a Blackberry guy. <laughs> so that's and not his, a thing. If his GameStop be Blackberry, I'm going Blackberry all the way, baby. But it's not it's not a competition. You could do both. Everything's a competition. What's the real reason? Football? You've been too caught up. No, hundred percent. I haven't seen I didn't see Saul. <laughs> I because of this. Plague. I was gonna I was gonna browbeat you about that. Okay. Later. I you need to know this. <laughs> this week I have purchased two tickets for that and I've refunded both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I purchased the ticket for Saul. I had procured the Uber. The Uber was en route, and Are I canceled the Uber, and I canceled the fuck. ticket because we started to stage a comeback. Wow. <laughs> I, You know, okay, Randy, before we give back your uh, your time, I do want to mention that I didn't even know this movie was a thing, except I like to do this. It's a fun little game I play on Instagram where when I'm at the movies, I take a picture of all the film showing. And I put it in my story and I say, which one am I watching? And I always think this is the dumbest thing ever. Because if anybody knows anything about me, it will be clear which movie I'm watching. Even if it's a title they've never heard of, it's probably got some schlocky horror title. Yep. And yet I am shocked every time by the DMs I get. Where <laughs> the majority of people are like, dumb money. And I'm like, what the fuck is dumb money? I don't even know what the fuck this is. But everybody, everybody thought I was going to see this movie. So... Again, maybe a little bit of my uh, venom is because people were begging me as a dumb money fan. And it couldn't be further from the truth. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just your, your, your own little personal insecurities getting in the way of, no, of pure, unfiltered Hollywood entertainment. They thought I was in for a chill drama because they saw that I've uh, jumped into acting. And they're oh, like, boy, clearly... Yes. This guy's fucking cool. Now we get to the truth. He's going to dumb money. That's it. Again, check out my debut on local access on a link that I have no idea how we will deliver that. <laughs> Actually, we could probably put it in the show notes, right? Yeah. And it will just be Definitely. active at a time like TV. It's, <laughs> it's like a mad. Remember when you had a TV menu? I'm just saying, O'Shea put the link out. We can put the link out, too. Yeah, but where would we put that? We, I don't know. We have, His website, blatantripoff.com, has a link to where it's going to be streamed. Okay. There, a little homework. And there we go. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, Randy, what else? Yeah, this one will uh, be oh, ours. Oh, uh, Randy, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've got to pull back real You're quick. Good. I Because I'm sorry. I, I'm doing this for the benefit of the show. Now, you gave us your little uh, three star out of five star. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. No, sir. Not going to cut it. Six. I need your 12. <laughs> Ooh. Randy, that's not true. If you give it three out of five, then I would say that's more All of right. a. I mean, it's seven literally in territory. between if you do the math. So I'll go six or seven, <laughs> no, I'll go not. six. No, it's not. Three at three of five is not 50%. Six of 12 is. Thank you. So no, it's more it, of like it a doesn't, seven. It doesn't go exactly to seven. I'm, what I'm saying is it's pretty much in the middle if you do the math. So if, you, if I had to make a choice, I'm going six. 
It's like one thumb. Yeah, but see, yeah, yeah but see, you're you're going more negative with your score, though. <laughs> That's fine. That's what I choose to do. <laughs> in this situation, Us. of course, Clark, it's six point six. So in, it would convert. It's October up to uh, a seven. If you if you round up, but I'm going down. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! We all are. All right. Very good. All right, thank you. I'm sorry, we had to button that up, Randy. So I, 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 I surrendered. Yeah, floor our, our, our crowd gets confused by the five star rating. <laughs> so we, we had to convert it. So uh, Netflix released uh, four Wes Anderson shorts that basically there was talk about one of them because uh, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar played Venice or some film festivals and stuff. Uh, so people had seen it there, but. You know how Netflix likes to just drop things that are cool and like you pretty much have to go yeah. and type in the title because you can't even find the thing that you're wanting to go there for a lot of times. Yep, yep. Uh, luckily at the end of each one, it kind of like suggested the next one to play. So that was that was cool. But uh, it, like I said, they released four uh, short films. The longest, which is The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, is about 39 minutes. Um, and they are all sort of... Um, retellings of Roald Dahl short stories. I don't know anything about him. Uh, I know that he did a uh, fantastic Mr. Fox based on things that I've read before this, but uh, yeah, I don't really know much about him, but I think he used to write like sort of more kid oriented uh, stories, but I think these are aimed for more adult uh, kind of crowd. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stop. Ray. Well, um, so Roald Dahl, yeah, is one of the most, recognizable names in, in children's literature for sure. But, um, he did a lot, of, he did some YA stuff as well. Uh, I don't know if it was YA back in the time, but it's sort of been classified for that as well. But Randy, I am almost certain you in your education here in this, uh, deplorable state of California, uh, you had some exposure to some roll doll, uh, short stories. Certainly. Um, sure. I know I did. Um, I, one of my favorite ones was, uh, the landlady. Uh, which was great. Now, Roald Dahl also had, in Great Britain, had a television series that was not dissimilar to it, like a Twilight Zone or something. And uh, and uh, I remember that the landlady was um, one that they reenacted. And uh, it's great. You remember the landlady? No, I do have a um, hardback collection of his horror shorts, though. Yeah. But he's one of those authors that whenever uh, he comes up, there's always the like pedophile thing comes out and I don't know enough to like weigh in on that, but people are like, Oh yeah, he was a big pedophile. Well, it was, and also he, he, he wrote, um, Willy Charlie and, yeah. Willy yeah. Wonka and the chocolate factory, um, which, you know, mur- there's murder of children. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, is that where that's coming from? Just like, he doesn't give a fuck and he's ready yeah. to go gnarly on kids. Yeah, it's it's it is sort of you know interesting that um, oh I did not realize that he wrote the screenplay for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah, okay. Alfred Hitchcock present, presents. Huh. Yeah, I would say yeah. What was the of name stuff. of his um of his uh, television show? I have no idea. I'm trying to if if you Tales know. of the Unexpected. That's it. Okay. Oh, that ran for nine years. Yeah. 
a British television series that ran between 1979 and 1988. Each story told a story, often sinister and wryly comedic huh. undertones. Um, cool. Yeah, they're they kind of are stupid, but uh, <laughs> they're fun. I don't know if if I watched that on uh, my Brit box or somewhere else. That was a while ago. I think this predates uh, Redbox. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Roald Dahl obviously is huge, and I think that uh, um, the marriage of Wes Anderson and Roald Dahl is perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, for yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so the way he kind of uh, like conceptualizes these is that essentially you're basically having people in the film or the short essentially recite the whole story to you so essentially they're reading like the the text so it kind of feels like a play like a stage play or something and a lot of the backgrounds you're really like noticing the artifice whether they're in front of a green screen uh doing like a uh, back projection thing uh or you know sets are changing behind them like things are moving like behind them and in front of them and like opening doors and stuff like that so conceptually like looks incredible i will say that uh henry sugar took me like two times to watch it just because it's so talky and like so wordy that i kind of like i don't know maybe i just you know retain things a little slowly um so you know like i said they're pretty much just like reading to you uh right in front of the screen but uh you know he gets a, a ton of great actors per usual uh ralph fines who plays roll doll um and some other characters uh benedict Cumberget- cumberbatch Dev patel Ben Kingsley, Richard Aowade, who's in a... Aowade. Aowade, who's really good. He's in a a couple of them. I guess a lot of them are all in several of them. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar is probably my favorite, maybe just because of, you know, the length of it. I was able to... Sometimes with short stories... (laughs) Sometimes with short stories, it doesn't, like, give me enough to, like, really, like, latch on to, like, emotionally. Um, so I felt like that one had sort of like more characters, uh, as it's well the as robot in. it is as well as the, ra- the rat catcher, which, uh, I enjoyed oh, quite a bit too, rat catcher. but, uh, yeah, he also did, there's one called the Swan, um, which is, uh, a, a short story about a small, brilliant boy ruthlessly pursued by two large idiotic bullies. Um, I don't know. I, I'd say these are all good. And like I said, like conceptually and stylistically, you know, it's, very Wes Anderson. I'd say he maybe even gets to do like more than he does in Asteroid City, especially with uh, Henry Sugar, which is just like very impressive. But uh, yeah, I, I think they all dropped like one dropped Thursday, Friday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something like that. But um, I watched most of them. I watched Henry Sugar the day it came out, and then I watched the other three um, yesterday. All right, hold on. I need to jump in here. Rat Catcher. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke about um, the Criterion like French film yep. from 1999. Yep. So I googled it to make sure that those facts were correct. Is that a Lynn Ramsey film? Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I I knew I knew Randy would know it. So when I I haven't I, seen it, but I hear it's good. Okay. Yeah. Me too. I've heard it's really good. And when I googled it to just make sure I was getting everything right, I didn't want Randy to gut me again on the show. Uh, the first thing that IMDb popped up, it said Rat Catcher. 1999 and then it had an faq that said are there actually rats in this (laughs) (laughs) thank you imdb normally i expect that kind of shit out of their reviews yeah 
But the number one frequently asked question of this film is, are there actually rats in this? Well, it checks out. Which is fair yeah. <laughs> because it does look like a movie that will have a title that never pays off. And you're supposed to ponder later on in life. <laughs> but I just, I'm so I had to share that. Worth it. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Randy, I enjoyed the hell out of these two, man. I haven't seen Poison. Um, that's the only one I, I didn't know. All right. I knew of Poison's existence when I was going to bed last night and I was going to watch something. But literally the description, Russ, can you click on Poison, please? And I'll read you the description. When a poisonous snake slithers onto an Englishman's stomach in India, his associate and doctor race to save him. He's in bed and a snake climbs into bed with him. That was not going to be the movie I was going to go to sleep with. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. That one shot really cool, too. All these are, like I said, incredibly stylish. And I think... Uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed Asteroid City and I think the more he's able to just do whatever stylistically, like I, a lot of people, you know, say his movies are quirky and whatnot that might have to do with the writing as well. But I don't know. I think I'm enjoying him just being able to like go, go full, full Anderson with, uh, the latest couple movies. I agree. I'll tell you right now, I don't think I've liked him more than I've liked him in, you know, in this year, Asteroid yeah. City, I loved I, I, these were fantastic. I, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. I mean, it is just a damn delight the entire way. And like Randy said, though, it is dense. I mean, and it's, I think there's just so much to choose from, you know, obviously, you know, his, he's got a, a brilliant eye and the aesthetic and the, like you said, the, the playfulness of each artifice that is introduced and exited and, and all these, just the choreographed production of it all, like that alone is great. And, you know, and, and that's enough to carry, but also the delivery and execution of the dialogue, because everyone is basically kind of doing the same thing um, in terms of their affectations. And so everything is choreographed and controlled and we are, you are fully immersed into the world. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, how it's being portrayed to you. So it's easy to get hooked into it immediately. And I think that everyone working in here, I don't know if Dev Patel's worked with him before, but uh, it was perfect. He was great. Uh, you know, and I mean, I feel like this shit was made for Cumberbatch, you know, and, uh, and Ray Fiennes. Forget about it. Uh, dude, Ray, Ralph Fiennes is... He's, he's Bay at this point. He's the best. <laughs> um, and him is the rat catcher. Russ, you, you really need to watch this. Henry Sugar's great. Just because the Henry Sugar's impressive on every level, just because the, the, the short story itself is very impressive and it's, it's actually a very sweet story and the execution of it is flawless. And it's just, it's, it's super interesting, but with the rat catcher, I mean, that is just, we're having fun. But it's and 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 the way it always feels there's always this level of stage play with all of these. And um I really appreciate that and it works very well um with and I think that the actors like that too. Especially like you know, like a Ralph Fiennes. I bet you know, you know, these these guys you know, were born creaking the board, you know what I mean? Well, I will make you a promise. Uh, I will not be watching the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. It's too long. 
40 but minutes. Do 40 we have minutes. do we have a October appropriate short in the uh shorter selection or the wreck well, I have not seen Poison, but Ratcatcher, dude, everyone is gonna have fun with Ratcatcher. You're gonna have fun with Ratcatcher. What's the runtime we got there? Twenty it's all seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I like I like Wes Anderson, but like I gotta be in the mood. I'm not like a huge fan. I, I do appreciate Henry Sugar pulls you in, brother. I appreciate anybody who has a style that is so um unique, like a brand that like AI can imitate it. Like it's that definable. So I mean I'm always I'm always down. It's just I don't I don't know if I'm in for like a what was how long was his last feature? Asteroid City? Yeah. It's like Probably two and a half. No. It was under two. Click it right or there. Or was it Asteroid 90? City? That's a good question. No, not the feature red, you dink. Why is the featurette even on here? 145. 145. Yeah. 145. That 15 minutes is really... I don't know, man. Sometimes I my mind will wander. Bitch, you watch three-hour YouTube documentaries. Oh, yeah. Hey, there's a new one out, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Trap Little Ross. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. All right. Randy, anything else? No, sir. All right. Uh, well, I, I hopped on there with Randog. I, I really enjoyed uh, the Wes Anderson uh, featurettes and shorts, and they were great. Like I said, I think it's a perfect marriage. Roll doll, Wes Anderson. Have yourself a great little time. Now, we'll stay, we're will stay. we staying in Netflix town uh, because I watched the, the motion picture. Actually, you know what? No. <clears throat> okay. Hold Calling that. an audible. Calling an audible. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you about my little horror movie oh, that I watched. God. Okay, the Little Shop of Horrors. I'm about I get to, it. I, I'm about to blow your mind right now, dude. Right. Also, let it be known that I truly was not going to say anything about this movie today <laughs> until you started. Why? You know, you started challenging me on this shit. I was just going to watch it, and that was going to be it. Years ago. I I I think I think this is a COVID movie. You mentioned a movie and you talked about it and you did the thing because I mean again you know you watch a lot of movies and sometimes you review you don't you don't sometimes you spend a lot of time talking about movies sometimes mm-hmm. you don't spend a lot of time. This I feel like you didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about this movie, but I remember so there were certain things in this movie that stood out to me and I think part of it had to do because I think maybe you you um. Uh, did like Instagram stories about this one or something. Oh, I don't know now. And then, yeah. and then your review of it was like, it sucked, but there was one shocking scene in it. <laughs> <laughs> and for whatever reason, that stuck in my mind. Weird. I am. And I was uh, perusing, I believe, Amazon. Okay, I have no night, idea. And this movie popped up, and so I'm going to talk about from 20. Oksana, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? have a scene in mind but i can't think of what movie it's from is it a fight scene no no there's ain't, ain't much fighting going on i can tell you <laughs> that between man and blade from 2019 slash 2020 i'm talking about aqua slash <laughs> wow i don't remember it Thrills, chills, and screwball comedy meet tiny bikinis and gory dismemberment in this chlorine and blood-drenched murder mystery. I do remember. You're right. There is one moment in this movie. This movie is is built for the one moment. I 
there's nothing else yeah, yeah. other than the one moment in this one hour and 10 minute movie. Oh, dude. And I'm looking at their poster art and shit. It's fucking good. Here, let me put it up there. Wow. I totally, I hope I gave that movie three stars. I bet I didn't. I bet I gave it a little bit higher. But you know what? I would watch it again if I remembered. It's a strange movie. I like that poster. I it don't. Looks like a Ty West production. I know, but the movie is is very weird. Yeah. Um, and it. I I want to be clear. I think there's one. There's one scene of of carnage. Yep. Because there's one act of carnage. We both gave it two and a half. Oh wow! I went the other direction. Okay. And essentially, uh, Randy, uh, to catch up to speed, um, there's a. Uh, I, a graduating class of high school seniors are spending an overnight at a water park for reasons I still don't understand. <laughs> um, also, I think a teenager's having sex with a 45-year-old as well. As part yeah. of that. Also, I'm a little confused on that because um, there were two redheaded actresses that looked very similar, but one was like 20 years. I don't know. Also, what happens is that uh, apparently there was a, 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 uh, a massacre 30 years prior at this water park and it was the 30 year anniversary. And so people were scared that the murder was going to happen again. Well, it did. Uh, what happened is that this person put two like giant blades in the middle of this water slide and they were going to have water slide races. And, uh, the people that went down the, uh, the meat shoot, uh, that is the one spot. That is the one effect. That is the one, bit of carnage we have in this movie. Yeah. Nothing else happens. No. The movie is an hour and 10 minutes long. It's for this one stunt. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got to ask yourself, is it pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. That's fucking really good. It's pretty yeah. good. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I was, I was impressed <laughs> at how good it was. Everything else. Yeah. There's nothing. Kind of, they, they spent everything on the one thing. Yeah. And it was, really good and it is worth seeing the movie for the one thing i mean it's really good now everything uh, else i don't know what happened here i don't even remember it but there's a thing that i'm I'm sure people listening to the show you become wary of and it's when horror fans start to push their movie as a comedy it's like a hilarious comedy and you're like you know that yeah. script was not supposed to be a comedy and that when the movie was done you're like how do we act like we're in on the joke now, I'm looking at IMDb, and it says, thrills, chills, and screwball comedy. That was not a fucking Ain't screwball. No screw- I'll, I'll tell you this. Movie's horny. It is horny. A lot of fucking. There's a lot of boobs. I remember when those redheads up top, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, this, they did a good job <laughs> with the uh, the effects there. Because it cut off like her top. It cut off like yeah. from her shoulders, but it had like a V. You know what? It was mad. You'll appreciate it. I think it was very Eli Roth doing. Yeah. A good Eli Roth. Not like a Tim Dillon podcast. If Eli they Roth, would just but... be. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> yeah. Interest, interesting. Yeah. Also, just, you know, I know that that was really for Randy, but uh, Clark had told me that Save Eli the sharks, Roth. Was, dude. Yeah. Eli Roth was on Tim Dillon's show, which is a hugely popular podcast. And that was maybe the worst episode, the lowest uh, watched and listened yeah. to ever. Which, if you, if, you know, if you're like uh, Randy's buddy Christian from the Vinyl Floyd, you hate Eli Roth. 
warm me. Put a smile on your face. Down to see way. Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, I haven't watched the trailer, but I'll watch it. Thanksgiving. Eli Roth, he's a dude who I feel like, you know, because he's always riding the coattails of uh, the great Tarantino, that he kind of understands what makes a good genre movie, but he can never fully deliver. Like Green Inferno, I couldn't have been more pumped to watch that in a mall. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, man, but I wanted to love it. And then I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love it. But also I also really didn't love because uh, that movie didn't start till nine o'clock. Do you remember that? Fully remember. You don't that. remember one thing about this. <laughs> I know it was a 9 p.m. start time. Oh and I was mad. Oh, my God. Fully remember that. All right. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, uh, well, that, thank you for that spooky review in October. That's right. Uncle Slash. <laughs> All right. We're going back to Netflix town um, to talk about a, a new release. Came out on September 29th. A film called... Reptile. Russell, this is billed as a crime, drama, mystery. Your three favorite things. Yeah, but how cool is it, dude? I mean, well, hold on. Now, the poster art does have all its main characters behind a chain link fence. Yeah. That's a huge red flag to me. Is it? It looks like well, it. Either, or is that scales on a reptile? Or it could be like... um. Oh yeah, it's hundred percent. Oh, it's fucking it scale. That's scales. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm back in. That's yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah. God, that's stupid. Also, do you know who that is in the middle? Alicia Silverstone, I'm baby. I'm a fan. Uh, from San Mateo, California. I believe she was in a movie that Terrell covered. Um, and I asked him after Blu-ray Tuesday, I'm like, "How did she look?" And he was like, "Old." <laughs> but uh, let me say this, and and Alicia Silverstone, this is fully out of respect. But her titties are on point. And she's showing these titties in this movie. Really? She's got boobs and she ain't afraid of them, friend. Oh, she got a little jowl action the, going on. She's, uh, the cleavage is out in Reptile. All right? Reptiles don't have boobs, though. Oh, the Silverstone kind. Do they produce milk? <laughs> I don't think they do. So, uh, can you go back to the uh, description here? We'll give our, our, our dear listeners a... Uh, the IMDb the breakdown? Tom Nichols is a hardened New England detective, unflinching in his pursuit of a case where nothing is as it seems, and it begins to dismantle the illusions in his own life. Now, uh, I was talking to... Um, I'm in, dude. Uh, my friend, uh, Amanda, I was telling her about this movie, and uh, she, 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 she said, how is it? And I said, well, it's close. <laughs> it's so close. And she said, what does that mean? I said, well, it's so close to being something that you will remember. Oh, bummer. And that's the best way I can say it. I, I don't know. I, 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 there's part of me that is compelled to rewatch this again because there are certain things in this that are really, really good. I really like how this movie looks. I like the, the atmosphere that this movie creates. I, like, I really like this cast. It's a strong cast. Benicio Del Toro is infinitely watchable. Um, and him as a cop, come on, I'm going to, I'm going to watch yeah. that 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. And Alicia, and here, and here's what I'll say about this. She's great. I, I've always been a fan of hers. I've always liked her. And I'm glad that they gave her a part in this that had some heft. 
she is a part of the movie. It's not just one of those detective's wife's roles of like, she's just, oh, he needs a wife. Let's cast a recognizable face. Mm-hmm. No, she's got shit to do in this movie and she's she does a good job. And um, their relationship, I like all of that because he can kind of considers her as a partner and him being a cop, you know, um, you know, very similar to like a coach's wife, you know, she's in the game too. Like my life, my, my life is my work, but you're a part of my life. You might as well be a part of my work too. And, uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Justin Timberlake is also with this. Yeah. He's fine. I, here's the thing. I'm, I like Justin Timberlake, um, as an actor. I do. I think when you put him in the right situations, he can really, really succeed. This, he's pretty good at it because you kind of need, he, he serves a purpose. And, and once you kind of realize, um, you know, what his character is, um, you fully understand like, you know, the, the casting of him, mm-hmm. uh, because of, of what he has to do in this movie. And, um, I think he's, I think he's used pretty well in his also Eric Bogosian you know I'm a big Bogos head over here love me some Bogosian he does a great job also what's my guy's name from Entourage uh who was uh the cousin uh Dominic Lombardo I mean you know that guy that guy's and everything he's fantastic Michael Pitt Randy Michael Pitt is unrecognizable in this movie huh um he's got um he's got uh he looks like um, he kind of looks like the crow, but with a very thin, pencil-y facial hair goatee situation. Okay. Um, yeah, he looks like every goth girl's dream. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! And he plays like this uh, down and out druggie that they try to pin everything on. I mean, ultimately, you know, this is a uh, procedural two-hour, fifteen-minute sort of. Um, Slow burn's not even correct here, but uh, there's a murder that happens uh, that is centered around um, Justin Timberlake as his girlfriend was murdered in his home, and come to, and uh, he is a real estate agent. She's a real estate agent, and uh, come to find out, you know, there's a little bit more to this case than what it seemed like, and Benicio del Toro is trying to uh, figure everything out. And naturally, the more he unravels, the more unsettling things become. And he starts to realize that uh, he's not safe and that he may have gone a little bit too far into the investigation. If you know what I'm talking about, Randy, because sometimes cops are dirty. And that's what I want. I you Look, man, there's the, give me a dirty cop movie and I will probably watch it. <laughs> I just, I really, I like it. I don't know. It's, it's something about that where I'm a rat in a cage and you just hit me with that dopamine. Billy Corgan. It just, thank you so much. It just works. Cop dramas work. And this one sort of flirts with the idea to where, you know, when you have a title like Reptile and you start introducing, you know, these these tertiary sort of, you know, down and out characters, you're starting to begin to wonder what, kind of territory we're venturing into and naturally you know me as a horror fan um i i also kind of uh, you know think are we going into that territory we don't really um so we 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 all we stay in the in the dirty cop politic area 
but um the ending is 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 rather unsatisfactory <laughs> uh, to a certain extent not what i expected um, and i this is not highly reviewed but it's not bad i all right i enjoyed this all right how many stars out of 12 mm-hmm. how else would you do it Take your time. It's a seven. very important question. I feel I feel I feel good with seven. I was I was kind of thinking in that seven territory. That's okay. uh that's I feel good with it. Uh actually, you know what? When we have something this detailed, we I, I have to invoke not only a half star, but we go decibels too. Okay. <laughs> so if it's twelve, I'm gonna say a seven point three. Wait. We don't have the math for that. Though. Oh, that we are the math. Well, if it makes you feel better, a seven would be a two point three three on the four star. So yeah, I'm everybody can understand that. I try. I enjoyed this. <laughs> I enjoyed this. There's 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 stuff to like here, and um, like I said, from an acting standpoint, uh, this is a great ensemble. Um, everybody's working. Everybody's singing. There's enough interest to go along. Um, it's just, I, I just think that the script there's, um, just give me a little bit more on yeah. some of that. Um, uh, but it's not bad at all. I, I, when I checked on, I am, uh, uh, the, the, the tomatoes, I think it was like in 40 something percent. It's not, no, it's, it's, oh, a, okay. de- I, it's a decent little movie. There's some goods here. Reptile, 12 stars. <laughs> <laughs> I've amended. All right. Um, okay. I think that's it for me. Okay. I'll be quick. Um, you asked about a TV show and I made Wrestlers? a joke about YouTube and I have been watching uh, Dashy, Dashy XP play the new Mortal Kombat one game. There's a new which, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And it, uh, I think he put it best when it's like, he, it's a gameplay that he's doing in the story mode, but it's mostly like watching a movie. So if you're into Marvel movies, go watch somebody play that. Uh, really good. Also, I feel like I've learned more about the Mortal Kombat characters that I never had. Well, there's just like a lot of backstory and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a very rich uh story. That, no, yeah, I no, it's good, but it's like a movie. That, dude. I'm not in for the story with Mortal Kombat. Uh, I'm in for you know ripping spines. Out. Which um, unfortunately, <laughs> the editor. I think Dashy might be editing his own stuff now, but he'll he'll turn the screen black and white whenever it gets red because of YouTube guidelines. And uh, the game is graphic, so sometimes you just can't show. The fatalities are brutal. So Which, when we get like backstory and everybody, like Sub Zero's gay. Honestly, it's a little <laughs> bit. Uh, I'm going to be outing myself here, but they get into multiple timelines, and it, it's very, I'm out. It's very metaverse. No, thank you. I know. No um, more. No more Doctor Strange for me. But stay tuned to for a Thursday interview when we talk about the Conjuring expanded universe. <laughs> Which is not a joke. Um, okay. So I got two movies yesterday. Me and Oksana had a little bit of free time. Uh, D and D was canceled or it wasn't canceled. I thought it was. So I made plans and, uh, we didn't play. So what we did instead is, um, we did what used to be like kind of a fun, cute thing. And then now when you have no time ever, it becomes a gigantic burden. Cocaine. And what I'm talking about is cocaine, um, decorating for Halloween. So I, oh man, Close. I pulled all the bins out of the garage, brought them up here. We started uh, erecting spooky town all over the house. And oh my God, it took a long time. But- Every time I'm erected spooky town. <laughs> 
Well, thank you. It's appropriate for the October season, which is also what I was thinking about when I was like, we should throw on something. And there was this perfect thing. Because, again, this was at the very end of September. And I'm like, what's a good fall program that we could put on? So I did watch a TV show, ah. one that I'm sure neither you nor Randy have ever seen, called Over the Garden Wall. It's my favorite thing. From 2014. Um, this was, what, what was this on? Cartoon Network or Toonami? Cartoon Network. It was Cartoon Network. They had done a production. Here, let me put up their thing. Uh, and my sister covered it forever ago. But um, we, we got a star-studded cast here, too. We got a we got an Elijah Wood. Oh, I've heard of him. We got a Christopher Lloyd. Uh, you uh, you missed. We got a John Cleese. We Melanie Linsky. No. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean the voice talent here is great. And um, John Cleese, dude. This show is about two brothers find themselves lost in a mysterious land and try to find their way home. Uh, this is kind of if you're a fan of um, the Misadventures of Flapjack, which I'm a huge fan of. Imagine that tone with kind of the polished look of like adventure time. And uh, there was a DVD made available years ago at Target. I think it was cheap too. Tim Curry voiced Auntie Whispers. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I should say the shit doesn't get more Oksana than this show. And uh, we had a good time watching it. I mean, it's weird when you think about September and like fall as a separate entity from October and Halloween, but this show is the perfect like a palette, not, not a cleanser, but it's a primer. Uh, we got pumpkins in here, but they're not jack-o'-lanterns. We have skeletons, but they're not uh, decorations. And a lot of it is kind of more um, leaves falling. Are the bones their money? <laughs> the bones are their money. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, you know, I'm very late, clearly, like seven years late to this party. And I thought it was fantastic. So, you know, next Russell, year. you're nine years late. Nine years. Uh, I was just taking a guess. Twenty twenty four. Oh, 14, Yeah, I'm nine years late. Almost a decade. I should have stuck around for a round number, like I was a slasher at a water park. Um, exactly. <laughs> like that callback. I kept thinking, I'm like thirty years. What a weird number for yeah. a re. What a yeah. weird whatever. Thirty years. So I'm sure you all already know it. Over the garden wall. I watched it for the first time. Fantastic. Um, a lot of musical elements in here too that I was kind of like shocked by. But oddly, God, man, I don't know. I don't know if it's, you know, having a baby or getting older, but this show is making me fucking emotional, too. Was I alone there? Oh, I know you got a cold heart, but. Jesus. I don't know. I, I, I felt it sometimes. Some other times. See, she's lying. See, yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, I started the show up and nothing had happened yet. Just the intro. And I was already getting kind of like emotional. I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the fuck's wrong That's with weird. me. weird. Animation. This is why I can't watch Wes Anderson. I'm just gonna become a woman if I watch that show. I'm gonna be oozing estrogen. No, is this is this uh, is this rotoscoped or is this? It looks animated. It's probably yeah. honestly, I don't know, but I'm gonna take a guess. It's probably outsourced to another country, and they you know send them the pr- animation. Is kind of a dark, yeah. yeah. Although Cartoon it sounds Network, like the fishing industry. <laughs> Cartoon Network did have a union. I think they still do. They were like one of the only like animator unions. But whatever, let's get out of here before Randy starts fact-checking me and yelling at me. <laughs> the other thing I watch, again, you know, October, over the garden wall. Rocktober, dude. <laughs> Rocktober, over the garden wall. There's only one thing more October than that. And again, I, I think you all know what it is. Oop, that's the wrong. 
Oh, he's back. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> God, he terrified me. I I thought I heard the squeaking sound of a tricycle nearby. <laughs> he snuck. He snuck yeah. in here again. Here, let me let me do that intro again. The only thing more Halloween than a jack o' lantern, of course, is Saw returning to. <laughs> you know, I. What a great. Theme this Dude, is. it's so good. And I, you know, bum, bum, bum. I'm going to let it play. I, bum, dun, dun, dun. I didn't, I love it. I didn't tell Clark that I had hired Billy the puppet. And I had such a hard time holding back. It sounds like shit. It's, it it's better. I know. I turned it down. It, you know what it is? I think it's our old hardware because we haven't replaced the hardware since we were, you know, okay. Fuck, you're ruining a masterpiece. Also, you song. should do a bit where Billy the Puppet comes out to like 1979 or something. 1979. Oh Randy, okay, we'll collaborate and make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but all day, I've been trying to hum that song in my head only. Bum, bum, bum. And I'm like, I don't want to tip bum, him bum, off. Bum. And uh, bum, bum, bum. Um, so, yeah, we went to go see Saw X Go and Give It to You. And I came in again. Um, I didn't watch a trailer. I couldn't get away from the poster. That thing is everywhere. And honestly, I wasn't very sure what was going on in the poster. Yeah. I Somebody had said that there were fluorescent light tubes going in somebody's eyes. And I'm like, that's fucking brutal. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. And I've been watching a lot of backyard wrestling. I've never seen them go in that way. Yeah. So I was a little excited. Um, how do I, how do I want to? So we had a big outing. All, all the um, usual suspects came out for this one. And it was a little, um, it felt, it couldn't help but feel a void that um, Clark wasn't there. It was, it was notable, dude. And you're welcome. Uh, you know, it's, it's a tradition. And normally what happens is I try to get you to go out to a movie and you won't come except for Saw. Like that's the one. <laughs> so you've been on such a hot streak of coming out. That I was kind of shocked when you didn't. And I was like, it's fine. He'll go on the weekend. And then I'm kind of bummed. Because honestly, I could have used there. I could have used you in the seat. It was trench warfare. Uh, we had a lot of people there. I was very far from the other diehard uh, Saw fan, Terrell. He was literally on the other end of the row. Yep. And uh, this movie, they fucking Jason X'd it, dude. And I don't know what it is about the X, but... They're like, let's do something a little bit different here. So this movie takes place in between Saw 1 and 2. And we are following John Kramer um, in the medical industry. That's right. Tobin the Taco Bell Dude, is back. They call him John Kramer so much in this movie that uh, Seinfeld started invading my brain. <laughs> but Damn. so. Dude, how old is he? Hold on. Let me tell you. I am going to give a light spoiler. If you haven't gone to see the movie, though, you're not even a fucking horror fan. Don't spoil this for me. No, but it's, it's not really a spoiler. Also, fuck you. <laughs> I had shit to do. I saw it. So, oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, she was Randy. I kind of figured. Randy's seen two horror movies. Randy likes way. to go see horror movies just so he can hate them on this show. See? But it's fun. <laughs> it's always got to be some sort of thing with you, dude. Well, here's the So it opens up and John Kramer is in the hospital and he's watching a, um, a janitor as he's cleaning up a room to let another patient in. And, uh, wouldn't you know it, this fucking sticky finger motherfucker opens up a drawer and he sees what I wish, um, which could only have been identified if Clark was in the theater, but it looked like a fancy watch. 
Oh, hell yeah. And he's staring at it. And then, you know, bada bing, bada boom, dun, 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 dun. dun. He's in a chair and he's got fucking tubes in his eyes. And uh, we get the poster bit immediately up top. And uh, the reason I bring this up is because it's, it's the Alfred Hitchcock thing I always talk about with the birds. Where the birds show up and it's like, hey, don't worry. They're here. And I know they're here. And I know you paid to see them. So I'm just reminding you. Because what we get is a fucking tease, dude. The kill is a non-kill. John Kramer was just fantasizing about doing this to somebody. So it cuts back. And then the dude puts... He's practice. He doesn't take the watch. And, he, and he's like... And then you get a John Kramer nod. He's like, you know, good man. Like, <laughs> he's like, didn't have to kill that one. And um, what we have for about, I'm going to go ahead and take a guess here. At least 45 minutes to an hour is the John Kramer movie. As he navigates having terminal brain cancer. And he starts looking into alternative medicine. And he finds a place online. And they're like, hey, the CIA keeps shutting us down. So if you can get to, to Mexico, I almost said Tijuana, because that's kind of what I was thinking right away. Yeah. But they're like, if you can get to Mexico tomorrow, I might have a room for you. And he's like, I don't want to die. And he goes out there and dude, we spend a lot of time with him trying to get this tumor out of his brain. Um, well, unfortunately, it was a scam. And these people are taking advantage of uh, cancer patients or people with terminal problems. And this is why I compare it to Jason X. We're doing something we've never done here. And John Kramer, AKA Jigsaw, he's the good guy. And the movie is him going to Mexico and getting these people back. And, you know, the problem with uh, John Kramer's his philosophy is kind of dumb. They're like, you don't care about living till you're about to die. Like, yeah. whatever, dude. And uh, in this one, it's kind of like. Thanks, Boomer. It, here's the, <laughs> it's so simple. It's like, you fucked me. I'm going to kill you. Except he's still convoluted and he's got that ideology. And he's just like, no, if you win, you can leave. And Amanda shows up. And here, here's the biggest problem. Amanda, nobody told her, but stop aging, bitch. It is distracting. Like. Uh, Terrell, he told me after that they had put a collar on her neck to try and hide her like loose skin, but it didn't help that much. Dude, you know, this movie came out nine. Oh, I know. Years oh, ago. I dude, I know. And, and unfortunately, what are you going to do? I'm glad she's there. And I love Amanda. She's like the slasher arm of Jigsaw. Yeah. The, the, the one who donned a pig head and we don't get a lot of female slashers. So I think she's important and I'm glad that she was on camera with a lot of talking. Which there's a lot of talking. And the blueprint, you know, I rewatched Saw coming into this too. That movie is fucking weird, man. It's got the vibe of a comic book. It's very over the top. Carrie Ellis is like, like I, I mentioned on the Thursday episode, he's doing like a Japanese portrayal in That's like, right. in like their sitcom. Like it's so big. <gasps> and it's like, <gasps> and he's going, dude. And it's, I love it. It's goofy. Yeah, it's great. You know, the other thing is the editing, the style in that film. It almost like it set a trend for the decade that was to follow. What do you think of Lee Whannell's performance? He, dude, he's goofy he's, too. He's good though. Hey, I like it. And that movie meant a lot to me when it first it came out. And it still holds up, but it's got a little bit of that Shyamalan taint where you're like, 
the twist at the end, which it becomes the elephant in the room when you rewatch it. Like you can't help but just like I, I don't I don't know why I'm hiding a spoiler yeah, but it, here. But it's 17 years old. I know. And it's like, <laughs> but you're just looking at it the whole time. And then it I don't know. I'm I really liked it. So don't get me wrong. But this movie's like so the thing is that the the mise-en-scene, the creature that is the urban setting in the original, it feels like a comic book. Like you're jumping. There's no real like transition shots. We're never in transit. We don't get on a subway. We don't see a bunch of extras. It's almost like like uh, different layers of hell, like little pockets that we just jump into. And it leaves a really weird dystopian kind of uh, subliminal urban setting. In this one, we don't have that. We're literally in an Uber. We It feels very clear that we're in Mexico when we leave America. And the difference here is that when we're killing people, they're in one room together. And he's up in kind of like... Um, uh, the expensive seats at a football game. Like he's up in a box looking down and talking to them like, you have one chance, right? And these traps are brutal. And if I was going to get a little bit of like the nerdy found footage critic uh, vibe going, it's almost like, hey, for this to be his second going, these traps are fucking brutal where the other ones kind of don't live up to it immediately after. Like we go... He uses like a monofilament thing to decapitate a girl. And then in the next movie, he fills a toilet with syringes. And we're like, what? Love what? syringes. We're like, this well, guy. what happened? Always syringes. It's like, did you run out of good ideas? <laughs> You're like, I got one. Get all those needles and put <laughs> like and hey, and I <laughs> hey, no shame, no hate to Saw 2. That is my favorite movie. Two? I love two, dude. I'm a four guy. Again, Amanda Heavy. I don't, what is four? Give me a... Uh, Jigsaw's dick. What? <laughs> is, that the, is that the tagline? That's where it opens up. Oh, Jigsaw's I do dead. remember that. Yeah. I got to revisit it. Uh, Terrell was kind of like shaming me on my lack of uh, saw knowledge. It is a very labyrinthian franchise, though. And there's a lot of... Uh, they, they fudge the numbers in the, the recap, usually, on these movies. But this film... If you're a genre fan and a franchise fan, this should be right up your alley. It is getting a lot of hate from horror fans. And the people that we were with, um, again, I'm going to put them out there. Jasadi, laughing, drinking, having a jovial time, stood up, turned, and said, this movie's trash. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm so fucking done with you. I, when the theme song, you know, they, they tease you with the theme song in this movie. When it finally happened, I wanted to weep tears of joy. I was clapping in this movie. It was so much fun, and it felt good. You always want to root for Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger, and it just doesn't feel right usually. Or they just get it wrong. Jason Takes Manhattan, wanted to root for him. Fucking kill New York. Guess what doesn't happen in that? He does not kill New York. In this movie, you get to root for Jigsaw, though. And um, Clark, you got to watch it. I was so bummed. I really, I don't know. That hurt. You know, you, you anti-movie cucked me. You forced me into a movie cuck that I didn't want to be a part of. So that bit that never worked has now in reverse. Well, as I told you off air, or did I say it on air? But I had, <laughs> like, I was, I had, I've purchased like multiple tickets to this. I know, dude. Um, but, you know, if, if we want to take, nobody's going to give a highbrow look at this movie. Like we will here. 
But I don't know what they're trying to say about the medical industry. Oh, you boy. could take it one of two ways. This could be a movie about ivermectin or Fauci. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Well, we already covered Fauci last week with caviar. <laughs> that is true. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really wanted to bounce that off of somebody. But uh, the crowd we saw it with would have, uh, I don't know, would have punched me or something. I have no idea. Uh, again, um, the main complaint was that it was boring. I'm like, how is this boring? It's two hours. We're following Jigsaw around. I don't, I was captivated. I, uh, I loved it. I, again, shied away from giving it a 12. I don't know why. I think I gave it an 11 or a 10. And then Randy immediately DM'd me and said, 12 stars is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, dude, the best is when I put that up on, um, on my story. Cause now, you know, I use Letterboxd, but clearly they have an inferior star system. So I just put my stars on top of it. And uh, the problem is visually, it's a little hard to like get in one look. So yeah. you got to like actually kind of sit there and count them out. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's 10 stars. If you just skip by, I, it's fine. I, I think it deserved 11 though. Well, uh, let's go to Atlanta, Georgia to see what Randy Michaels stat thought about Saw X. Uh, good question. I don't know. I, I think I'm sort of with, the other people you saw it with that aren't big <laughs> fans of the franchise. It's one of those things where, you know, I think if you, if you're a fan of the franchise and you're there to see a new saw movie, you might be more into it than, uh, me who has seen probably three of them and isn't super fond of the franchise, but I remember kind of enjoying them, but, uh, I was, it took a while to get started. I will say for me, I didn't, uh, I don't know if I really, care for the philosophy of his character and how he no, it's essentially bad. is yeah, <laughs> yeah. a good guy compared to the other people who are also very evil. So like that didn't really do anything for me. Like I got it, you know, I didn't really need two hours of it. Some of the kills were cool. I started having fun a little bit, like an hour, 20 minutes in hour and a half in or something. And then yeah, I, I will say I was kind of bored up until halfway in maybe. It also yeah. is going for that, like, obviously they're using better cameras and stuff, but it is kind of going for that, like, sort of early 2000s, like, grimy horror aesthetic. Like, it kind of looks like it has, like, a filter on top of the image. And it feels like, for me, when I'm already in a dark room and the image feels like it has, like, something in between you and the image, it, like, takes more for you to, like, focus on it. And I did get a little sleepy in the beginning. I was like, I needed you know, more light coming in through my eyes. Randy, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I don't ever know how much in the weeds I want to get on like color grading and shit, but they were employing a teal and orange look, which is like a very popular thing in A24. It's got kind of like a muted palette, but it really helps like skin tone pop out. So it separates the subject from the environment a lot, but it also makes the environment look very textured and vibrant. It's a very like art house kind of thing which I've never seen in a Saw movie. Yeah. Normally Saw is kind of like, I don't know, not, not like a saturated poppy look, but it's very like flamboyant. And you're right. It did. It felt like they turned the exposure well, down or something. Uh, yeah. Kinetic. Yeah. yeah but the it, camera's like in kind of, it does that goofy it, editing, like skip forward type of thing yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like toned back a lot too. And after watching the original Saw, which is like, <laughs> almost like VH1 editing, like very hyper Gothica. Yeah. It was, it was strange. Um, 
You okay? Here, I'm tweeting. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up because it really did feel like they were going for kind of like an elevated tone. Yeah. But yet the movie they were making was like deep franchise genre territory. And yeah. what I mean by that is like Freddy vs. Jason. That's a movie that horror fans went to watch Freddy vs. Jason. Like that's what they wanted. But because they wanted to tell a good story, they introduced a handful of characters. And that's the type of movie where when I watch it, I'm like, that movie took fucking an hour to get going. Where in this one, it's different because we're with John Kramer from the beginning. So I understand why everybody's like, what are we doing here? And I'm like, this is what you want, though. Like, we're hanging out with the dude. We're normally in a bad Saw movie. Hey, we're in Mexico. But you might be like, here's uh, here's Donnie Wahlberg, the detective. And in an hour, we'll meet Jigsaw. And it's like, that to me is a get to the point movie. Do we get Donnie Wahlberg in this? No. Oh, actually, <laughs> I do think he does. Oksana, was it him? So in, <laughs> she wasn't even, she was on her phone. Uh, in Saw 3, Terrell, Terrell, Oh, man. So I got up and I went to the bathroom twice during this. And one of the times was when the credits was rolling and they had an after credit scene that I really yeah. wanted. They tie up a character who I was thinking about the whole movie. And the corrupt detective from one of the later installments shows up. So they actually usher him in. And uh, Terrell just like, you fucking missed it, dude. That was but one. I didn't think there was going to be an after credit scene is the fucking teal and orange grade. Like, they're not doing lowbrow shit that Marvel does. And then it was an up top end credit scene. Like it happened early in the credits. You've bolted right with the credits. Went. Yeah. Yeah. It jumped out immediately. Did you have to pee? Yeah. Dude, I'm peeing a lot now. I don't know what's going on. Are you pregnant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't do another one. We'll be eating out of house and home. It's true. God. If another one comes along, Dude. we'll stand a chance. Are you okay? You were dying there. I choked, for a yeah. I didn't need to blow my nose, but it's karma. It's like the gods knew you should have went to this movie, and they're like, you know, what? kill him right now. I'll see it, <laughs> or maybe not. Oh, your Billy voice is coming in nicely, though. We're playing it. <laughs> oh, all right, we did. Also, just because I know you were wondering, he's in Mexico. He had to fly out there. Clearly, he was kind of, you know, he's just winging it. Even though him winging it means, you know, fantastic industry. But uh, Billy does. He makes it to Mexico. He goes on the vacation and he shows up in a grand form. They put a sombrero on Billy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Missed opportunity, honestly. It'd be great. You know, I do have one minor gripe and it's the movie got a little self-aware. Like it's one of those like you want to talk about insecurity in, in horror. Again, that's on the Thursday episode. But. The filmmakers kind of had it and they were kind of like remarking on their own tropes. Like they're like, come on, Jigsaw, do the scary voice. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Because you know what? I like that dumb, scary voice. Yeah. And you calling that out doesn't elevate your movie. It just angers me. And I'm your audience. So shut the fuck He's up. He's just part of the deal. Yeah. And they do it a couple of times. Um, that was the worst one, though. That was the main offender. Ready out of 12. <laughs> Seven? Oh, Whoa. dude. Fuck yeah. That's 1.17 thumbs. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well. Are you, you going to be able to close this show? I, I can't talk much because I need to blow my nose, but I don't want to get up because the show's almost over. So, 
Uh, did we hit all our announcements? Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Um, oh, yeah. No, very quickly. Um, so our Thursday episode um, is is one for the ages. Great, great talk. We had a great interview um, with um, Crew and Leroy. And those are their names, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crew and Leroy. I mean, what else do you need? When you got a tag team duo by the name of Crew and Leroy, are these bikers? No, they're not. They're just a couple of cool guys. Made a good movie. It is out. It's called Deliver Us. So go ahead. That's why I want to clue you in because the movie's out right now. And uh, Thursday's episode, we talk to these cats. And uh, you guys can see the movie before we talk. And I know that, that sometimes that is a rare occasion on this show. Yeah. <laughs> to where you can watch the movie with the filmmakers and not something that no one can see. Or you can't see it for a year. Well, you can see it right now. Rent this movie, deliver us, and then uh, join us on Thursday as we talk to Tommy. Tommy, Jesus Christ, Tommy, uh, Tommy Lee <laughs> I know. got in my head. I was in- That's where I was. <laughs> Tommy Lee Roy. Um, <clears throat> so, wanted to mention that because in that interview, uh, they talk about this man. Oksana, was the gentleman's name? Zoltan the Wolfman. Zoltan the Wolfman. <laughs> and after we now we spend a, a probably a solid five to ten minutes talking about Zoltan the Wolfman. Um who's a real guy who they used as the animal wrangler uh for wolves as they had a big wolf scene in the movie. Uh they hired this guy <clears throat> in Estonia. And after the interview, Oksana Valerian of Osachi, the deep researcher that she is, <laughs> told us that uh our our man Zoltan has a show uh, that was out for one season about him being a wolf procurer or whatever. So uh, what is that called, Oksana? It is called Zoltan the Wolfman. <laughs> one season of it on, I guess it's on Max. I thought it was on Oh, it's a Max situation. All right. Well, I'll have to re-up my subscription for $36 a month <laughs> to watch Zoltan the Wolfman. Uh, but yeah, just I, I thought that that'd be a good little uh, Easter egg for you guys because we do talk about that on Thursday and uh, want to give you the opportunity to prep. This is homework. New assignment. Uh, Russ, uh, we need a new stinger for a homework assignment. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. And uh, we'll put that in. But yeah, uh, so look forward to Thursday's episode. It's a banger, as the kids say. Um, all right. Well, Randy, uh, I submit the floor to you, sir. As you tell our listeners goodbye and you give them great words of wisdom to leave them on as they enter their week. Yeah, you know, we don't plug our Discord too often, but if you want to get on our Discord, shoot us a message. Let me know if you think that my um, Billy Corgan the Puppet bit is a good mashup. I think it's pretty good, but uh, (laughs) give us your feedback. It could be something like, The world is a vampire. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of the Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at The Overlook Theater, Instagram at The Overlook Theater, Facebook at The Overlook Hour, and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. 
Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. I've been your engineer, Randy Stat. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye.